0: Hi, welcome to this edition of on tap presented by fcsi of the americas i'm wade Kaler, executive director on tap this week we get to turn the tables on the fcsi america staff today i have the pleasure of welcoming to the hot seat my right hand the talk me off the ledge staff member of fcsi she's been dreading this interview since she doesn't like being in the spotlight and doesn't like it on her for sure but trust me when i tell you if anyone can handle the spotlight this lady can She's been working with me and Forte Association Management Company and FCSI of the Americas for over eight years and currently serves as Director of Membership for FCSI of the Americas. Please welcome to the show, Miss Penny Price. Hi, Penny. Hi, Wayne. How are you? Good. Welcome I'm to the so show.
1: I'm
0: so mad at you. <laughs> so mad at you. Just remember that the, the membership wanted this and being Director uh-huh. of. Being the director of membership or member services, we're just giving the membership what they wanted and what they asked for.
1: I'm always thinking about how I'm going to get you back (laughs) for this, so just know that.
0: Well, at some point, I have to be in the hot seat as well, so I'm sure at some point as well, you're going to get a chance to get revenge. And I'm really, I'm more scared about that than you are doing the show. Oh, I know. So before we get started, tell us a little bit specifically about what you're responsible for for FCSI of the Americas.
1: Okay, so I'm the director of membership, so I welcome new members, um, process applications, talk to people who are interested in becoming a member of FCSI, and I also work with um, the event planning staff, so um, helping to organize and plan our uh, educational events. And you've got
0: a pretty interesting background. You didn't come from association management before you joined me. You've no. you've got a pretty varied uh, history of working with some pretty high profile type uh, jobs. So tell us a little bit about your amazing backstory and some of your experiences leading up to this.
1: Okay. Um, so I started uh, my career as a teacher. Um, I went to college and earned a degree in elementary education with an endorsement in junior high language arts and literature. So that was the plan. I was gonna be a junior high teacher. Um, I did that for a few, well, I taught for a few years in at different levels. Um, I started actually um, teaching college, which was weird. Right out of college, I got my first job teaching um, English and of all things um, public speaking, which right, right now is shocking that i would have taught anybody how to do that but um so public speaking english at a at a business college and that was actually a really great job i loved that job Um, i was able to teach curriculum um, and not deal with um behavior issues and discipline which is stuff that's what i'm really bad at that's why i didn't make a very good language arts uh junior high teacher. I was much better at teaching adults. Um, So I did that for a year, we moved around a little bit when we were first married. So then I taught um, at different schools, kind of subbing, trying to figure out what I wanted where I wanted to end up and what I wanted to do. Um, And ultimately ended up teaching for a year, um, seventh and eighth grade language arts and literature. And it was a rough year, it was a really rough year. I decided at the end of that year, that I probably wasn't cut out to be a junior high teacher. <laughs> um, so I decided I was just gonna take that summer off. And um, in the back of my head, I thought I wanted to do like um, some type of production work in on commercial sets or television sets. We were living in the Chicago area at the time. So I thought for this summer, I'll just um, go into the city every day and volunteer my time on sets and kind of learn the different um different things I could do and what the other, but the options are in that field. Um, And so that was the goal. I reached out to somebody who I knew had done that um, and asked him kind of like, how do I get started doing that? Um, And he called me in for an interview, um, actually not even an interview, just to sit down and talk to me about um, what I needed to do to get my foot in the door. Uh, And then he called me that night and he said, we actually do have an opening at my company and I think you'd be really good at it. Are you interested and at that time i didn't know what he did i thought he worked on i thought he was a production assistant on on commercial sets in chicago um so he asked me if i you know if i was interested and i said what comp what's the name of the company and and he said well it's not really a production job necessarily it's just kind of being a personal assistant and helping out in all areas um, for our production company and it would be personal assistant to uh, writer, director, producer, John Hughes, um, which at the time I knew John had done some great movies. I probably couldn't have named them all. Um, and then I did a little bit of research and I was like, uh, yeah, I think I'm kind of interested in this position. So I went in and I interviewed with him and I inter—I interviewed with... Um, That initial person that I spoke to and then I interviewed with his manager, who was a producer of John's films at that time, um, and then ultimately um, had an appointment to go down to the house and interview with John and his wife, Um, and they hired me on the spot, and I was there for several years, and uh, I have all kinds of fun stories about the years at Hughes Entertainment. Yeah.
0: So if you don't mind, indulge us with a, just a couple of the stories. I've heard a lot of them over the years, but just a couple of the stories that are your favorite dealing with John and his wife. Because I know you have some really fond memories of stuff. So,
1: I do, yeah. I, I loved them dearly. Um, they were both extremely generous, kind, wonderful people. Um, and I miss them. And I miss, um, they've both since passed away. Um, and it's a tremendous loss and, um, just, I mean, if you, so maybe people don't know exactly who John is, um, but you definitely know all of his movies, um, all the vacation movies, um, 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, Mr. Mom, Home Alone. Yeah. Any big movie in the eighties, if you were a teenager in the eighties, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, any of those big movies, uh, John was a part of it. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of, he just was an amazing storyteller. And so I think that's like my most treasured memory from the time I spent there was just the conversations that I had with John. And he would he would call and you always knew if he called, cause he didn't come into the office. He worked from home um, and, and wrote uh, in the in late night hours. So we didn't see him a lot, um, but he would call me. And I always knew when he was calling that it was gonna be a two hour phone call. <laughs> because he just wanted to tell stories and when he felt like being chatty um sometimes it was hard to to get him at those time at times when he really wanted to share um but he would call and and just chat for two hours and tell the best stories um so those that's probably my favorite memory of my time there is the conversations that i had with john but we also had a lot of fun um traveled with them a few times Um, probably my favorite memory is um, we were in new york happened to be in new york during the grammy awards and happened to be in la during the academy awards Um, he wasn't going to either of those um, events we just happened to be in there at the same time or in town at the same time and he you know we stayed at great hotels and we went to great restaurants so if you're in those cities during those big events Um, You run it, you see a lot of, you know, celebrities in the, in the wild in their natural habitat, which is always a lot of fun. So I've bumped into quite a few. Very nice. Interesting people. Yeah.
0: In a less glamorous world, you work for me now and your, (laughs) your first day working for me. Uh, was on a flight to a conference planning meeting in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, Yeah, it was. And and we went through those two days of planning and we were, at that point, we were kind of reorganizing the way we planned conferences, the way the flow was and everything. So there was a lot of... Uh, conversations about change and everything else. What was going through your mind those first few days after we got back from Phoenix about this new chapter in your life?
1: Well, I was excited. I was definitely excited. It was fun. And the people that we met um, on the conference planning committee were very welcoming. And I was like, okay, this 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 will work out. This will be good. These are good people. Um, and you and I clicked right away. I mean, yeah. even in our interview, it was kind yeah. of I don't know, we just became fast friends. And so it was easy and not intimidating. And um, I just, I just felt like part of the team right away. I was a little nervous that um, my first day was a travel day, (laughs) you know, getting through the airport and kind of the chaos and trying not to make fool of myself and all of that. But um, yeah, it was, it was fun. I was excited.
0: My biggest memory was sitting next to you on the plane on the way out there, and I started a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. I won't say the title, but um, I had no idea what the movie about or what it was, what it was like. Um and I realized about 15 minutes in, there was a lot of inappropriate language and nudity. And I had to shut it down very quickly because I had no idea that it was that way. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, yeah. I've got a brand new female employee sitting next to me. And I'm watching a movie that's completely inappropriate for me to be watching on a plane, nonetheless, but on a plane with right. a new employee sitting next to me. And I thought, yeah. uh, well, if she survived that and didn't. You know, quit yeah. or fire me or sue me. I'm in probably pretty good shape. So, yeah,
1: I think you're lucky that you are also your own HR department.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, absolutely. <laughs> so, you not know, to avoid a lot of complaints, you've been with FCSI now for a little over eight years. Tell me, I mean, what are some of the couple of the highlights you've got? Uh, best memories of FCSI thus far.
1: Yeah, I think uh, definitely the events that we plan, the event planning process is a lot of fun. Um, working with the committee and um, kind of creating the um, the family atmosphere that uh, that is FCSI and, and bringing that to everybody. Um, and I don't think people realize that it takes it takes a long time to plan those events, um, and so a lot goes into it. And then when we get to see it all come together, obviously that's probably my favorite part that's probably my favorite uh, part of fcsi
0: is there a particular certain event or a certain part of a conference or thing that you remember as being better than others like or maybe your favorite memory
1: i think my favorite event was nashville
0: i agree and i would say that uh to this day one of the things that probably most is mentioned to me is one of attendees favorite event still was the closing party at the listening room um, of which of which you had a very big part of actually at the very end I did most people don't realize that that night we actually drug you out of the crowd and got you up on stage with Kathy Peterson to Uh uh, sing along with the singer-songwriters which was actually a lot of fun and I think what the beauty of that is people always love to see staff you know getting out of our comfort zone or whatever it might be and so for them you became a different human that night because you weren't just penny the person that's on staff that's running the events and everything else you became penny the human that was actually very embarrassed and had to be dragged up on stage but then once you got up there you you guys killed it so i think that was a lot of fun for, for not you not only you but for everybody else
1: so Kathy killed it. Let's be clear. Oh, Thank whatever. God Kathy was there. I, dra- I dragged Kathy up there.
0: You're, you're, uh, well,
1: I didn't you're... have to drag her because she's a natural performer. Like she's amazing. Um, but I happened to look over and I saw her there and I was like, oh, she can get me through this. So I pulled her up there with me and she was amazing. And, uh, and that was so much fun. And honestly, like I hate being and the- I love to sing karaoke, but we do it in the, basement. Um, like I actually have a professional karaoke system in my basement and I'm not good at all. Like I'm a horrible (laughs) singer. I just, it's just a lot of, I love music. So it's just a lot of fun, uh, with friends to come down here and, and sing. Um, but I, and I didn't want to do that when they dragged me up there. And I actually, I think I walked off stage. I think I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to leave Kathy here. Let her do it. I'm going to go. And I got down to the bottom of the steps and I was like, when am I ever going to have the chance to sing on a Nashville stage with with these amazing singer songwriters who are incredible? Um, So then I walked back up and I was like, I need to take advantage of this. This is fun.
0: I agree. And like I said, You're being very humble, but you killed it as well. And I will tell you that that's the one time, not the first time, and it certainly was not the last time that you threatened to kill me as well because you were very angry with me for getting you involved (laughs) with that as well. Um, Yeah. And you kind of just alluded to it, so I'm going to ask you to have to name something different, but what's one thing about Penny Price that no one would ever guess?
1: Well, I used to be a DJ, a radio DJ.
0: A radio DJ for what type of music? channel.
1: Um well like in high school and college I worked a little bit for um kind of like an easy listening adult contemporary station. Um and then when my son was like 2 years old, I was a stay-at-home mom for many years and I just always liked to have different things to do that were kind of like my own thing. Um so I was like, oh, "I'll go back and see if I can get a job on the radio." Um and so then I went to um, WBNQ in, um, Bloomington is like a medium market, um, top 40 station. Um, and they hired me to do just like a weekend shift. So I just would come in on Sunday mornings and and do that shift until it started to be an automated program. And then I, I left, but, um, but I absolutely hate any kind of (laughs) performance or, you know, like. Like this right now today is n- completely out of my comfort zone. I'm not, uh, this is not good. Um, but on the radio, on the radio, no one can see you and yeah. it's very um, anonymous. And so it's a little bit different, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I went out to some of our members uh, that have known you for the years and I asked them what they thought about Penny or what their, their, Opinions or memories of you. Oh no! So, if you don't mind, I'd like to read through some of these. Okay. uh, From uh, Stephanie Gilbert, uh, and I'm going to quote all of these so I don't get them wrong. Penny is the calm in the storm of what can oftentimes be the craziest of association management in our industry. She makes her work, which is in part of the advocacy, support, and steering of all of us as consultants and allied members, seem effortless, and that's a daunting task to say the least. She's appreciated beyond measure and will always be a member of the food service and hospitality industry family. Ed Norman, when talking with Penny, I'm always wondering what is she thinking? I feel that I can read people well, but not Penny. She always leaves me guessing. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen today said Penny's positive attitude, professionalism, comprehension of our association and membership, as well as her fun spirit, make her a valuable asset to FCSI. Any event is not the same without Penny. Tracy Traski said, Penny is a lovely lady that makes being involved with FCSI, the Americas, so wonderful and easy. She's always on top of things and takes so much burden off us as committee volunteers. I truly appreciate her hard work and dedication to our organization. Eric Norman said, I've had the opportunity to work closely with Penny throughout my time as a volunteer on the FCSI board. Penny is one of the nicest and most genuine people I've ever met. She's willing to help out and assist with whatever task is at hand and is a great asset to FCSI. In getting to know Penny better, I found out that her sense of humor and laugh is contagious. I look forward to continuing to work with her for the years to come. And finally, Christine Guillaume said, well, honestly, she scares me a little. She is so perfectly (laughs) put (laughs) in. She is so perfectly put together and poised in all situations. Never a wrong word or even a little Uh, ruffled. How can that be? Did you AI her as the perfect Forte (laughs) employee? I really appreciate her unflappability and her organization. She has always been welcoming, friendly, and approachable. I've never heard anyone have anything but praises to sing about her. Thank you, Penny, for all your behind-the-scenes work and for putting up with Wade. What does that mean to you when you've got volunteers of an oh association God. you work for
1: I can't like I'm about to cry I can't even believe that those those names those those people that you reached out to are like incredible and the fact that they feel that way um, I just I'm completely flattered and um, and grateful and I'm not mad at you anymore for making me do this because that was totally worth it like that that is very special. I love I appreciate that a lot.
0: Well, we talk about the rose-colored glasses of Penny and that's that's been a thing for a while. <laughs> And I think that's why I've said, you know, you're, you're my right hand. You're my talk-me-off-the-ledge person because you always see things in a much better light than I do. I kind of go to the dark side a lot quicker and maybe the uh, cursing side of things a little bit easier. <laughs> uh, but you're usually able to talk me off of that. Even my wife was like, you would be a disaster without Penny Alaron. So thank <laughs> God she's around for you. Because she said, if you didn't have her, I would probably kill you. So... <laughs> if somebody's interested in getting involved with fcsi you know or becoming a member or something of that nature you know what what is your recommendation what's your advice to them to get involved and how do they become um let's say a better member actually of fcsi
1: yeah well i think the first thing to do is just give me a call call me at um, fcsi headquarters or send me an email at penny fcsi.org um, and we'll just talk about it. We'll talk about where you are currently in your role um, and, and what the qualifications are for FCSI membership and where you fit into that. Um, that would be the first step. And then for people who are already a member, um, if, you're not feel, if you're feeling like you're not getting the most value out of your membership, come to some events. That's key. Um, and you'll, you'll just start to meet people um, that you can collaborate with, people you can talk to and learn from. Um, I think that is a, the biggest benefit of your FCSI yeah. membership is networking with your um, industry peers. So
0: I completely agree. And I also think that, and, and one of the things I've told people in the past that I absolutely love about Uh, You and Amy, who we also interview this season and such, and I know myself, is if you're new and you've never been to an FCSI event, I don't care whether you're a consultant, you're an allied member, whatever it might be. If you don't know a lot of people in the room, come talk to one of us. We're the easiest ones to talk to in the room. And we'll we'll walk you around the room, introduce you to people. I've seen you do it a thousand times over. I know Amy is not had the opportunity yet, but she's got the personality to do it. (laughs) I am happy to do it when I've got the time to be able to get around the room with somebody. And I agree with you becoming involved is where you get the most out of your membership. If you're just going to join to get magazines and newsletters and such, you won't enjoy it nearly as much as you would if you don't come to an event. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the formal yeah. questions I've got today. But as you know, we've got to have some, would you rather questions at the end? Oh geez. So, okay. I thought so, we were
1: almost, I thought I was out of the woods. No, here. no, okay. no, no. And I
0: intentionally kept these off the server. So you and Amy could not see these beforehand. So these are all going to be brand new for, for you.
1: That's funny because I almost went in and searched for them and then I was like, no, cause then when he opens it, he's going to see that the document was last opened and he's going he to open it then he's going to know I cheated. So I did
0: Well, I'm proud of you that you didn't go do it. And even if you would have, you wouldn't be able to find (laughs) me. I wouldn't
1: have found them.
0: (laughs) So let's just drive right into them. The first one is, would you rather have the ability to move things with your mind or the ability to read minds?
1: Oh, I don't want to read anybody's mind. (laughs) <laughs> no i don't want to know i'll just i'll move stuff telepathically that's fine
0: but <laughs> especially working for me right you don't want to read my. i don't
1: want to know what people are thinking honestly yeah.
0: <laughs> would you rather be forced to sing along or to dance to every single song you hear
1: oh i want to do both i want to do both okay um let's i would probably want to sing along
0: okay would you rather be chronically underdressed or chronically overdressed
1: oh i don't know um Lately, underdressed. I spent a lot of time in leggings and sweatshirts.
0: <laughs> Would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power?
1: Oh, respect. Yeah.
0: Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out during the night?
1: I feel like I'm more of a night person, but I don't necessarily want to be going out at night. I like to be up and doing stuff, but not necessarily outside of my house. So I would need to be able to go out during the day.
0: Okay. Would you rather lounge by the pool or lounge on the beach? Beach? Beach. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear Ooh. for a week? Uh, socks? <laughs> <laughs> so you wait. You went too early because immediately you weren't going to do the socks till you heard the rest.
1: <laughs> I don't. I'm not a fan of wearing either more than one day. But if I had to. I'd rather wear my so. socks.
0: Okay. More. Would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house?
1: Uh, the haunted house. I think. <laughs> I'm not a big outdoorsy person.
0: <laughs> Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat?
1: What that is a horrible question <laughs> um both are awful wait every single time i eat i'm biting my tongue yes and every single time i turn a page for You're the rest of my cut. life all of my days yes i guess a paper cut okay. i don't know
0: <laughs> would you rather sip aviation gin with ryan reynolds or shoot tequila <laughs> with dwayne the rock johnson
1: oh ryan reynolds We would have a blast. Yeah, Ryan. I love The Rock also, don't get me wrong, but um, Ryan Reynolds would be a lot of fun.
0: All right. Would you rather have skin? Is that that
1: happening? Are we doing that? Wait, are we doing that? Is that
0: happening? (laughs) I don't know if I can pull that event off. We're going to Canada. Yeah, we are. We can. But we're going
1: to Canada. Maybe we can get him there.
0: And Ryan is taking a break from acting, so he's going to have some bored times. Maybe we can get him to come to Montreal. All
1: right, let's try.
0: Would you rather have skin that changes colors based on your emotions or <laughs> tattoos that appear all over your body showing what you did yesterday?
1: What? Who came up with these questions? Okay. What are my choices? My My mood, mood skin, like it's going to change color?
0: Based on your emotions. Mood
1: skin or tattoos that show what I did yesterday? Yeah. Which is basically like I worked and went to a volleyball game. That's... What my tattoos would be.
0: Every day the Um, tattoos change.
1: I guess mood skin.
0: Okay. Then at (laughs) least
1: people would know.
0: (laughs) That's right. Would you rather be beautiful and stupid or unattractive and a genius?
1: I'd rather be a genius.
0: Would you rather only eat pizza for a year or not be able to eat any pizza for five years?
1: I'd rather eat pizza every day for a year.
0: Would you rather give up cursing forever or give up desserts for 10 years?
1: I've. Think I could give up (laughs) desserts? All right. And the last,
0: the last one for you. Would you rather go backstage with your favorite band, or be an extra on your favorite TV show?
1: Be an extra on the TV show.
0: And and which show would that be?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Any show, current, past. Um. Well,
1: the okay, past. It would be Friends, then, because that'd be a fun one to to be on for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's all I've got for you today. That wraps up the edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI the Americas. A huge thank you to Penny for joining us today. Our association, FCSI the Americas, would not operate on a daily basis without you being involved, so we definitely appreciate you more than ever. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But until then, cheers.